I don't know, but I'm just gonna put this over here. Welcome. This might not be used, this might be used. Who knows? Has have any of the podcasts been used recently? You, what do you mean by used? Has anybody consumed the podcast? Consumed it with what their stomachs? Or with their minds. Probably that's all minds. we're hoping for. We're hoping for people to consume things. I feel like the minds. problem with the last one, even though I really like the last one. There was no idea what was going on. No, there was too much wrestling. Oh, like WWF wrestling? Yeah. There's not a lot of fans of wrestling. But I'm, I'm always... Is this, I don't I feel this is going to turn about wrestling. <laughs> I always feel like whenever I find like someone else that's, that was like into the same era of wrestling, I was, into, I was like, oh, yeah, another wrestling fan. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I think is interesting? So, t- so let's just wrap everything up. Tonight we had a all-star game party. There were a lot of people here. And now it's 7 a.m. the next day. And we still are drinking Jim Beam. Yep. Having a bourbon party. Yep. But what was interesting to me is there was a lot of people. And a lot of people that we don't... I know everybody, but Rob over here doesn't know everybody. You know who knows everyone too? Hewitt. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Anyway. But like I made some wrestling references that everyone understood. Which to me means... People are closet wrestling fans. I'm trying to think of what the exact references were. I don't even remember hearing any wrestling references at all. Oh, when we talked about Carl Malone and WCW? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, actually, actually I don't uh, know if I knew it, but Sean definitely, Sean knew, definitely knew. Yeah, I was like, oh, so, shit. Because like, he doesn't seem like a guy that's Yeah, I was like, this, this, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, now, now that I realize <laughs> he knows about fucking <laughs> well, the thing, <laughs> Carl Malone and the w, in WCW. The thing is, like, I don't know if he still watches wrestling. Yeah, but I don't even care. Because I don't watch wrestling anymore. As long as you knew about that era of wrestling, I'm like, that's alright. And I'm sure that... I'm we sure can be friends. I'm sure Andy knows too. Because I feel like I mentioned something about like Scott Hall. Yeah. He must have. Even if you know the name Scott Hall, that means something to me. Whoa. Do you think that that's the name? Like if you the were name? To, if you were to say like... If you were to judge someone for their level of wrestling competence... Is that a minimum? That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty good one. Tell the truth. If you can recognize the name Scott Hall. But I feel like anyone that watched WCW, maybe that's it. Anyone that's watched WCW meets yeah. your competency level. Cause, yeah, because I bet you, you ask anyone about, oh, most people around our age about Stone Cold, they probably yeah, don't. Whether definitely. or not they watch wrestling, right? Yeah. But Ken Scott, Shamrock? Ken Shamrock, they might know that from... Would they know that from the UFC? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't really watch that. Like, but like at the same time, he's not really no. big enough a figure anyway yeah. to be different. I feel like the level of you know intensity that Scott Hall had in like WWF era, yeah. just the fact that you don't have to refer to him as fucking... Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. What about Kevin Nash then? Maybe, I think Kevin Nash maybe. is too big. Really? He's not... Because like... I think more people know Kevin Nash than Scott Hall. I think they're about the same. Even though well, for sure... You associate them with yeah, each other. To me, they're the same person. Yeah. They're, they're two people are one person. They're Scott, Scott, they're Scott Nash or Kevin Hall. The way did I... Did someone recently... Yeah, you did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But enough of this wrestling. Although I love wrestling. Yeah. And WWE Network is coming out. And I'm so excited for that. Because you know what that is? Is it's Netflix of wrestling. That's see that that's the part that I find pretty interesting. It's not just like um, you are forced to watch whatever their programming is. Well, they have like yeah, they yeah, have I mean, like, you could, I guess you could do that too. They have they have new programming too, like new documentaries and new like countdowns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's like based on whatever 10. you want to watch. 
But yeah, yeah, it's whatever you want to watch. And do they have access to every single event ever? Every, from what I understand, every single event ever. And like when I think, Inclu- so and that includes all of WWF cat like yeah. catalog, WWE, WCW catalog, ECW catalog. I even what, as early as whatever the fuck names or things I don't even know what they were named. From what I understand, WWE Eastern did. Championship Wrestling, like back. True. Back before ECW became extreme. Back when it was just Eastern Championship Wrestling. Is that what it was before? <laughs> yeah, man. True. In Philadelphia, Eastern okay. Championship Wrestling. And then Shane Douglas had some tirade during like some NWA event. And it was like, this is no longer the NWA Championship. This is the Extreme Championship. True. It became Extreme Championship Wrestling. I like that name better. Extreme? Yeah. Well, I, I'm, well I'm always trying to be the Extreme Rules Champion. Sure. No, I'm trying to be the hard. No, yeah, I'm trying to be the extreme rules champion. Trying to be the what? I was gonna say I'm trying to be the hardcore, cha- hardcore champion. Sure, but I ain't trying to do that. I'm trying to be the extreme rules champion. Okay, but yeah, the thing that's like, like it makes so when I when I now think about this WWE network, I'm surprised it didn't happen earlier because it makes so much sense. Cause like they're not making any money off of those old pay per views, whereas now they are. Yeah. Nine ninety nine a month from however many people. Well, maybe it was just a matter of setting up the right infrastructure for it. Yeah, they definitely are. All, the only thing I hear about in the media is that how much better it is compared to other sports uh, networks. Well, like it's dedicated for one thing type of thing. So there's uh, there's the UFC's network. Yeah, that's what I always hear compared to. That it's much better. Which than makes that. sense. And the, the, well, the only difference really I think between the two is that the WWE one you have your catalog of archive. Yep. Plus, you get your live pay per views. Whoa! Pay per views all for that price. So, like for nine ninety nine per month. Yep. If you have a six month commitment, which is sixty dollars. Yep. You get. You get, WrestleMania. Yeah, that's right. WrestleMania thirty, which on its own, which with an HD. Yeah. So basically, if, if if you're gonna order like a single pay per view, you might as well just get. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think the other pay-per-views are 60 anyway. I think WrestleMania is the most expensive one, and then oh, the sure. other ones are like 30 or 40. Sure. But still, yeah. if, you're gonna, if you plan on getting any of them, yeah. you might as well just get this 9.99, and you get all of them. Yeah. 9.99 a month, so $120 a year. Yeah, it's not that bad if you're that big of a fan. Yeah, well, I'm going to... That can look like a ticket. I'm going to watch WrestleMania regardless. And I feel like... Yeah, I pay $8 a month for Netflix. My only issue is, is it available through, like, online, like, just browsers, or do you have to have, like, a Rogers box or something? So we got, we got browsers, we have game consoles. Oh, it's done there. PS3, PS4, Xbox 360. That's crazy. Uh, and also... Do you also have... Would they, do they also have access to, like, when Monday Night Raw plays? Because let's say I don't have access to regular cable. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, too. I don't know about that. Yeah, because I feel like... No, I, I doubt... You know crazy about that too? Because then they could just rip out whatever advertisements they have and put other... You know, it could even be advertisement free. But then what the fuck did they put? I hope it's advertisement free. I, I would hate to go back and watch his Attitude Era. Actually, maybe that'd be hilarious to, to watch yeah, Actually, Attitude I'm Era. very interested in old commercials. Because yeah. like, sometimes I'll see like... I'll watch these old tapes that I, I, I videotaped when I was a kid. Yeah. And like see these like, commercials from like 1995 and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, what about the ones from, like, 1991? Do you remember that McCain kid? They used to individually catch up his fries? Yes. <laughs> that yes. annoying-ass kid? Yes. But maybe we're too young to appreciate that kid. Because I remember thinking he was annoying as shit. No, I just paid no attention. I only heard about it later on through 
all through messages. other people. All right. Yeah, there were some good commercials though back when we were child children. Uh, what was uh, what was the point of this though? I don't know, but we should probably stop talking about wrestling. That's an issue. Okay, well, I guess the big discussion today has been uh, methodology, life methodology. Sure. And so what we suggested was that the usual way in North America, at least, I don't know how it is in other parts of the world, is we live in a goal-oriented society. And so what that means is you set a goal, and then according to that goal, you decide on a methodology terms of how you will accomplish that. Did you even do that though? I feel like we almost just leave at a level of like this is the goal. And then that's it. (laughs) And that's it. And then I could never achieve it because I I can't figure out a way to get there. I think that successful people then write out the goal or write out the plan how to get to that goal. I'm I'm never there. And and I think that this is a good plan and it helps people accomplish what they need to accomplish. It's definitely working for a lot of things. Well, and actually, so, like, one of the reasons I most started was yesterday at the uh, All-Star Skills Competition, NBA All-Star Skills Competition, Skyler Diggins, who's a WNBA player, they were asking, like, what, do you have any recommendations for, like, young girls that are trying to succeed? And she yeah. was like, yeah, set goals and then plan towards achieving those goals. And that's why I was like, so this is the strategy. This is the strategy that people in North America for use. For sure. Is, yeah, set it's a, a strategy that we use at, at work. Like performance, it's just like all right. Set your goals for the at the beginning of the year, yeah. And then every like six months, you can review that. How are you doing? Do you need to change some shit? And at the end of the year, did you achieve those goals? What you do? Yeah, and I think that it works. I think that it's to some level. I also feel like it's largely bullshit. Well, that's the thing, and I think that at this point in our lives and in society's existence, it's no longer necessary. No longer, Ned. Like, oh, I mean, if you just remove that shit, I'm pretty sure shit would be not as popping. Shit would fall apart. Well, not fall apart, but shit would not be as popping. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. There's like there's people are pushing along to... because of these goals that they right. set. But I think that when we take one step back and more in a more primitive sense, like the whole this is actually no, this is the real problem in the world. Okay. Is that we still have no real man? There's all these bottles. It's like we're it's like we're it's like we're drinking Jim Beam at seven eighteen in the morning, yeah. getting our bourbon on. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a real a real thing that uh, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yes that was excellent what was I talking about uh, something about goal setting yeah I was trying to say I don't know what I was trying to say but something was, something, something, something was a real thing though <laughs> something was very fucking real to you damn these Jim Bourbon bottles these Jim Bean bottles um no I don't even remember it was something fuck I wish you could go back <laughs> Just to refresh my memory, but something about something being real, real. Alright, so we talked about Scott Diggins and goals, and you said that goals are important. I said, okay, so the more fundamental levels, oh, this is the issue. The real thing is that we still have no 
and this becomes like a next level philosophical and religious theological discussion is we okay. don't we have no understanding of what our existence is meant to like what are we really trying to do are we just trying to make is there a purpose? are we just trying to reproduce because that's what most animals I mean as far as we're concerned yeah. that's what most animals that's how they live you mean this at like a mad high level of what are we here to do yeah because I think that I think this, there is no um, but like so then this is what messes up like then what's the point of any methodology if we have no idea what because that's what okay that's okay. how you can define whether people are right or wrong is if they're closer to achieving what they're trying to do but if we have no understanding what anyone's supposed to do then how can we ever judge them okay I don't think there's anything anyone's supposed to do yeah first. I agree with you I 100% agree with you Second. which is why I think that this goal oriented method of life is not very second I still think even though there's no like you have to do this you should do that Okay, maybe I'm still going to put it in that you should. You should try to make the most of whatever time that you have, I guess. Something but see, now this, is, now this is then going to your, towards your, philosoph- your philosophy. Yeah. Right? You think that within this... Because there are people that believe... why waste your time? But there are people that legitimately believe in reincarnation. Okay. People that believe in the afterlife. Yeah. Right? In, Definitely. In like, the, the only point of living right now is for this next life. Yeah, I think it was crazy. Well, that's what you think. Yes. They think I'm crazy. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And so, like, there's really... The only thing I can conclude is that there's no reason. There's no... So, that is not, so is it, uh, does that mean I'm still right, though? No. I already said there's no reason, right? It means... Oh, you mean no reason to do anything. To do anything. So, straight, nihilist, don't do nothing. Yeah. No matter if I do that's, this, I do that. Well, I would... What I'd say is that whatever we choose to do has no effect it's arbitrary yeah it, yeah, is, yeah it is arbitrary except for on your own like to you so like yes maybe it's arbitrary in like a in like a grand grand scale yes. but like you can make a difference to how you do you not have the ability to control or have an effect on how you feel every day like this is this why not make that positive rather than negative so now this is where I'm going to is I agree with you every day you have the option of living a positive or negative life but the problem with setting goals is that they're always in some in 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 the time in the time dimension they are always in in another space they're always ahead of you yep at a point where none of us other than miss cleo can see yep right we don't know so you are always having non achievable they all well, know it never ends you're never going to reach the end of it not not just that but you never know what the outcome of that goal so like so like you can you can decide that what you're doing today is making you happy, but you cannot decide whether that goal in that uh, that that two years from now or three years from now still will still make you happy at that point because so much can change. There's so many barriers. Yes, but you can still in two years from now, whatever oh. whatever your situation is, still make the best of that situation. But like I'm regardless saying, of what had happened two I, years I, ago, I agree with you. But I think why worry about making that situation work? Why not make this situation today work? Do that too. This is and this is where my new philosophy comes in is methodology based goal setting. All right, hold up. I'm gonna take a piss break. All right, I'll let you preach. By myself? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just sip on some of this Jim Beam at seven twenty three in the morning.
Alright, let's continue. Well, I was thinking it'd be pretty hilarious mm-hmm. if we just cut off right now. Yeah. Because if we did have listeners, this would be a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. But I don't know if we have listeners, so we might as well just keep discussing. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a recap, though? <laughs> <laughs> My memory is a little bit funny. Um, you had just reached the like the, the point of talking about methodology instead of goal-based. So it was methodology-based goal-setting rather than yeah. goals, goal-based methodology development. Or, or what's a better way of saying this? Goal orientation. Yeah, because you might not necessarily even come up with a methodology. Yeah, that's right. Most people don't, apparently. At least I don't. You don't. But you're also not very successful. This is true. So, Skylar Diggins is. She's a WNBA star. So she came up with plans. Okay. Anyway. I don't know if that macaroni is still good, man. No, it's horrible. I'm pretty sure it's been out here for like... It was amazing. It was amazing. hours. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was amazing this evening. Yeah, I really liked it. Actually, all the food today was pretty good. Even that Popeye's chicken. I'm going to say everything was good except for the coleslaw. Oh, you don't like that store about coleslaw? That's not even coleslaw, man. That is just like... That's like half of coleslaw. No, you know what? You're entirely saying? missing like the like the liquidy part of it. No, see, see, this is the problem is that you associate coleslaw with KFC coleslaw. Not necessarily. I know. I, like, I know what this kind of coleslaw is trying to be. Yeah. You're still missing that like liquidy shit. But like there were like three different dressings right here. Now they're in the fridge. I don't see no dressing. If you want, I can put them up. Is that is it is that shit coleslaw dressing or is that like fucking? What this that? is this is uh this is I'm having I'm having uh, salad dressing. What the hell is coleslaw dressing? It's not coleslaw. Mayo. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's not. Just, no, it's not just mayo. It's like very watery mayo. <laughs> or something. See, did you see all that chipotle mayo right there? Yeah, that's different. You though. could have, you could have thrown that in there. You could have thrown that. That's in different. There. That's not getting thrown in there. Oh, it's getting thrown in the garbage now. Yeah. It's probably that, that that glass dish is now one solid entity because of the mail that's in it. Yeah. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel sad. I'm okay. It's gross. You think like a lot of people had to fucking die over that mail? Over that glass jar, I believe it. And that mail too, probably. Mm. I might die from eating that mail. Yeah, if, if you die. ate all that mail, you might die. It's gross. <laughs> I, well, like... So as I was making it, I hate mayo. I don't know if you know this. Why do you hate mayo? I don't know. Something about the taste. I, like, I do enjoy mayo. I'm not a big fan. It goes so. really well on really dry sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm just not a fan, period. I, I prefer dry sandwich over mayo. Dry sandwiches suck balls. Mayo sucks balls. No. Anyway. <laughs> so like as I was preparing it, it's like the... Did I tell you? Well, yeah, you I'm told me the story it. already. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, like, the the recipe that I saw was, like, a quarter teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon of pepper, a quarter teaspoon of chipotle powder, and, like, a jar of mayo. I, of course, went with probably three tablespoons of salt, three tablespoons of pepper, yeah. eight tablespoons of paprika, well, even, why, more, even more tablespoons of cayenne. That's why I was so tasty. It was damn tasty. None of that mayo. And like, there's still a jar of mayo in there. That's because you just made way too much. No matter what, I don't think a jar of mayo is ever supposed to be consumed like at once. Well, like, apparently... <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> apparently it's supposed to keep for like six or seven days. I just... 
Yeah, we do a very good too, job. Too bad you've been leaving it out on your kitchen counter or on the table for 12 hours. I couldn't put it away at 12, but you were like, yeah, no no big deal. Did, I don't remember saying that. You said that at 5. You said it was too late. Yeah. Anyway. It's still too late. It's going to keep being too, too late. Anyway, let's get back to what we were discussing, which is methodology-based gosai. Right. And so I think I like this example of, of weightlifting because I feel like... At people every, can relate to that? Well, at every point, maybe not necessarily weightlifting, but at every point in everyone's life, everyone's life, I feel like I'm willing to say this, everyone's had some body image issues, whether they've thought they're too skinny, too big, too fat. Man, if they did it, that must be amazing. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's possible. I think that's, like, regardless of your culture, even if you're in a culture... How about this? How about this? Go to the beginning of, of civilization. Everyone would have felt... Like, you what think the, the fuck you is think those problems on, would have been problems? Always. Always. Because as long, as long as there was another person of the same sex that you could compare yourself to... Yeah, then you it would, would never yeah, feel... It's true, it's true. You would never feel like you were perfect. And so... Yeah, so body image has always been an issue for everyone. You know what's an interesting thing? This is a side topic. But, yeah. like, the concept of, like, uh, trying to show off for the sake of like attracting the opposite sex yeah and trying to show off for the sake of like uh being better than the same sex so so you know what i mean so like today is actually an interesting scenario in my life okay so today so today was the all-star game in new orleans and so we were having a Soul food themed party. That's true. And originally, I was gonna fry chicken. Yep. That would have that would have been a mission. Well, and then Deep I thought fry. about it. I was like, "What the fuck am I trying to do? Like, who am I trying to impress? Am I trying to impress myself? Am I trying to impress the girls? Am I trying to show myself, prove myself to, to the be, guys? Yeah, to be a manly to man. Be, to be like on the next level of man, of being able to have a home and like host people to that next level. Yeah. Of everything being homemade and even the coleslaw I was originally gonna buy cabbage and carrots and onions or whatever else the fuck is in this you mix. know what would have been good if you bought some like mini- I love mini carrots you know, mini carrots <laughs> I love mini carrots I eat that shit all day mini carrots make me sick actually I love mini carrots you know, mini I carrots, do hear that they make people sick sure yeah up. a lot of people get sick from it and I, I only recently heard about that like via Google cause yeah. I got sick and I was like why the fuck am I having like, these horrible like horrible like nauseous nauseousness and yeah. I didn't understand it Anyway, I guess it was because baby carrots make people sick. But yeah, so like, I had to think about this. And I was like, really, what am I trying to do here? What's the point of any of this? And then at that point, I was like, you know what? I want to make the sweet potato fries because I want to learn how to make them. Yep. Coleslaw, fuck it. Like, it's I will tell you, packages. everyone was impressed with the sweet potato fries. Perfect. Man, <laughs> woman, child, animal, everyone. <laughs> Minus inanimate last, objects minus that last batch yeah Man, that, that shit was everybody, crazy. everyone knew what, what happened with that last batch because I gave up on life something like that something like that but yeah like it's, it is interesting like why do we try to impress each other why do we try to compete with each other it's, it's all like some next level psychology that I don't understand but anyway going back to the body image, yeah, let's go. like this is a real issue that everyone has the most confident person still has slight issues with their body even, even I think people with like Amazing bodies, let's say. I bet you they might even have the most issues. Yeah, maybe because they can make that a priority. Yeah, like if if you know they're not looking a certain way, then 
they're very upset. Yeah. And they will make a, a, like a much greater effort than I will with sure. the way that I look. Sure. Yeah. It's probably true. And so, I guess we can discuss myself. I'll be personal. Right, let's go. So, so I, I originally thought that I wanted to be this giant ripped man. Okay, okay, wait, hold on. I'm pretty sure everyone. Yeah. Wanted, every yeah, guy wanted every to dude, be a giant ripped man. That <laughs> wants to not just, because like, that's the thing is, nobody would just wants to be ripped. Like, what's the point of being ripped and skinny? Yeah. You want to be giant. Yeah. But also shredded. Yeah. But there's a point of ridiculousness where... Okay, so then, okay. So then, why do you want to be giant and shredded? That, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's there's part of trying to impress girls. Yeah. Part of it is trying to impress myself to prove to myself that I can that be... That you can do that? Well, there's almost part of me that is super arrogant to the point that I want to prove to myself that I'm better than everyone else. Yeah. And, like, you know, part of that is the Rick Root in me. Yeah. You know how Rick Rude used to come out and be like, you fat, lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, he didn't say that. Yeah, I don't think they had that, but, that type of language. But back then, he used to always make sure he put, he told the crowd, the guys, especially in the crowd, yeah. they were fat and lazy. Yep. And they couldn't do it because they didn't have that type of dedication the way yep. Rick Rude did. And yep. at least Bobby Heenan made sure people knew too. <laughs> but, but anyways, part of that is that too. Like I wanted to make sure that I was the best I could be. And probably better than everybody else. That's part of it. Yeah. And so, I looked into it and I looked at like who who really fits that mold of what I wanted to do. And there's this guy I can't even remember his name anymore. It's like Lazar Angelo. Anyway, he's a okay. fitness. He's a male fitness model. Okay. So this guy has like a 15 pack. Okay. <laughs> he's ripped and yeah. jacked and like crazy. And I looked at his workout schedule and his diet. Probably ridiculous. Yeah, he works out like a full time job. He worked out like eight hours a day. Either in like two hour increments, like two hours nap, two hours nap, two hours nap, two hours nap, or like four hours nap, four, like it was just something ridiculous. Yeah. Eating every like 45 minutes or something, like something crazy. Yeah. Which obviously, I mean, that's his full-time job, so it makes sense that he, he's that dedicated. But if you ever wanted to get like that, like you'd have to, yeah, if that's your goal, then the methodology has actually been written out for you. You know exactly what you need. Yeah. Lazar's not even being... Uh, like you know, hidden with his stuff, he's making it out there. He's putting it out there for so everyone can see how hard he works all the fucking time. Yep. Like, does he use other steroids and stuff? I don't know, maybe. But like, even if he didn't, even if he did, like, to still keep up that lifestyle that yeah, he keeps so up is still fucking ridiculous. And so yeah, so there's the methodology, and so I realize that goal is no longer gonna work for me. Because of what you can't handle the because methodology? I can't handle that methodology. This just won't work for me. Because one, I eat too much. I eat too infrequently. And I love too many other things. He, also, you probably don't have the time of day to work, for eight, work out for eight well, hours that's a, Well, and because I love too many other things. Like, I bet you Lazar, or I can't even remember his name. I think that's his name. Yeah. But that guy, that's his dream. Yeah. I got too many other things I want to be doing too. Yeah. And so... So then what's the, what's the way around this? But I still want to be healthy in some way. I still want to get fit, whatever, whatever. So let me figure out the methodology that works for me and then around that set the goal. Mm. And so I realized that I like, I like eating. I like lifting heavy weights because it makes me feel like a man. And I like eating. <laughs> and so, <laughs> okay, okay. And so, so like this powerlifting route, this methodology 
now suits me at least and so this is the thing is in five years I may be more disappointed in this powerlifting route than I would have been if I stuck with the Lazar Angelo model fitness model route but today I'm much happier yeah tomorrow I'll probably be much happier the day after tomorrow I might die but I don't know <laughs> I don't know past I don't even know past, past today yeah. to be frank I know only what's happening today and I'm much happier today and especially, so maybe that's it. Maybe with your secondary goals. Because the thing is, this is not my primary goal. This is just something that interests me, is to be healthy and to be fit and whatever, whatever. What are primary goals? Yeah, I don't know. That I sounds my, like you're making it sound so intense, the primary goal. There are, there are definitely it priorities like, in your life. Though. Like, like, you know, so for example, for me, this is actually really another interesting thing that I don't know if you know this about me. But, like, I research every day, and then I teach, mm-hmm. and then I eat, and then I sleep, and then I go to the gym, and then I hang out with friends. Wait. And so, if I'm not, if my research isn't going uh, well... Say it again, from the beginning. I research. Yes. You teach. And I teach. Then I eat, and I sleep. Okay. I go to the gym. Okay. And I see my friends. And then do you sleep again? No. See, no, that part's are... fucked up. You no. sleep like... No, no, no. But no, but you didn't understand it. So these are the si- these are my six priorities. You do, but do you do it in those, that order during the that's... day? No. Because okay. no, I was like, the... that's fucked that's not, that's up. Not, that's, no, that's how you do your day? That's not in the day. That's in my life. So like, so every day I get some research in. At some point, yeah. I have to. This yeah. is a part of my life. I, I make sure every morning. So even when I, on, on days when I'm teaching... I make sure I get into the office early so I can go through some code, whatever, read some papers, whatever. And I teach. And that, and then after this, if I have time, I eat. Yeah. And then if my eating is working on schedule, then I make sure I sleep. Yeah. And if my eating, sleeping, research, and teaching is going on schedule, then I make sure I work out. Yeah. And then when all that is working on schedule, then I make sure I make time for my friends. And so actually, whenever I see people, that's why you'll rarely ever see me on a bad day. Because things have been working out. Otherwise, awesome. I, otherwise I avoid people. True. Until other things are fixed up. And that's why you might not see me for a couple of weeks. True. You might not see me for a couple of months. Because I'm just... There are times where I might not be sleeping for a couple of months. Because I'm working <laughs> so hard on, on research, teaching, and eating. Right? Right. Just trying to get my schedule in. That's why I skipped the gym for a year right. at a time. Right? But anyway, we do have priorities. All of us. At some point. This is not to say that like... You know, if my friends invite me to a party, I won't go. Yeah. This is just saying that in my... In my list of like, what am I going to organize? Am I going to organize a, you know, New Orleans themed party? If I, if nothing, if my research is going horrible, if my teaching is going horrible, no, yeah. I will not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will if everything's going well. So that's, yeah, we all have priorities in that sense. True. And so I guess one could say that my, my primary goal is research oriented versus my fitness goal, which is clearly fifth on my ring of right, right, right. priorities. But... I don't know. I don't know. You're right. I don't really know. This whole idea of a primary goal is pretty intimidating. Because yeah. it makes it seem like... I feel like my primary goal is, is to find a primary goal. Yeah. I don't know what that primary goal is. Yeah, and that's the thing about... Like, it's easy to say my primary goal is research. But what the fuck does that mean? I could research anything. Yeah. I, I don't know what I want to research. I, I've recently been thinking a lot about feral cats. And I want to protect them. That's the research. I guess. But, like, I, don't, I haven't finalized anything. I don't have any research grants. I need someone to pay me. But then you're defining ways to meet your goal. Exactly. 
so forget it. Although for a private as long role, as maybe, you just <laughs> are researching every day. Yeah, learning something new. Yeah, doing something new. Then I'm I'm that's the thing is I'm happy when I'm learning something new when I'm doing something new every day. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I don't actually know that it matters. Like feral cats is interesting, but yeah, maybe people won't fund that. Maybe people will rather fund something that seems arbitrary to me, but. I'm sure I'll learn something from it and I'll enjoy that. Of course, I understand that this is not the this this option is not available to everyone because one people might not have skills that are that transferable. Yeah. Where you can just research anything, or you can just do anything any day, uh, and also they might be required to do certain things because they have certain like I don't have a family. That oh, how about this? How about this? Okay. Okay. So you are you. Yes. But let's say you weren't you, and you could. Because I guess you're talking about maybe you have the skills to do research. Yes. What if you could have any skills that you want? What would be your number one goal, priority, whatever the fuck, activity, whatever? What do you mean? Like, so, it's, I'm almost asking, like, if you weren't even you, what would, what would you ideally do? So people have asked me that, actually. So like, especially my, I was talking to my one cousin in England, and she knew about, like, my music, and she was like, yeah, so you're doing all this academic stuff, but would you rather, like, what would be your dream job, to be a producer? Quite honestly, I don't think so, because I feel like, and this is probably the same for research too, but with, with, our, with, our, with our experience from Soul Kiss and whatever, whatever, I feel like once you start making money, that changes everything in terms of your creativity and your... And, like, I thought we killed a lot of our enjoyment when we started trying to meet this Black Eyed Peas yeah. sound. Like, I I remember spending nights, <laughs> like, listening to Black Eyed Peas, yeah. trying to understand, like, what the fuck does Brian want from us? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he... Like, how he can hear what we have yeah. and think that eventually we can get to that. Because that sounds like nothing that we've done. Yeah. I don't have any of that in my... And my soul at any point, but that's what is required. And like that, that might be the case in research too, where like people might ask me to do something, or research something that doesn't make any sense to me. Like try to prove something that I know is wrong, some some socially acceptable truth sure. that I don't believe in. And yeah, maybe I might hate that too. Then or hate that as well. Then the thing the thing I like about research is that you get paid to teach. And the research is almost just like a, a bonus. True. Right? Like your salary is more for the courses that you teach and then the research you get off the grants and whatever. But like, yeah, research grants you only get for topics that people have deemed <laughs> valuable to research. True. So it's, so yeah, so that might, that might eventually tick me off too. But I really remember being disappointed in myself and like, with the whole music industry and being like, nah, that's not what I do. I don't want to do that. If I want to make music because I like making music, not yeah. because this is what's, what's in. Yeah. And yeah, once it becomes a full-time job, that's what it becomes. But of course... But then how did... But then that's like, maybe we're just approaching it wrong because how about these people that are in the industry? Are they... Are the ones that are enjoying the jobs the most the ones that don't give a fuck? Well, I think that... Or somehow they have a harmony between what they want to do and what industry wants. So I think this might be it. And this is where I come from my research perspective again. Is that 
if you're real, so like with music, I don't actually have any musical skill. My where my where my ability lies what, what or my uniqueness, mixing is a skill. Some playing playing some type of instrumentalist is good. How I'm not an instrumentalist so anyway. Is is creative? What what is creativity? Or like, that's not a skill. That's that's a, you don't that's, think you can work on creativity? I think you can. That's what I was so so. Let me just go back to it. Is that what I was good at was writing? I thought. I always thought like I could come up with some new things that were exciting, interesting. Yeah. But what Brian wanted us to do was not come up with new things. Was to fit another another okay. thing. And so yeah. like to me, it was like I don't have the skills for that anyway. Yeah. There are better people in that. With with research, again, like there are ideas that I want to work on. But even if those ideas aren't there, there's still skills that I can work on. I am a an excellent mathematician slash programmer. That's what I do well. And like you can give me any linear problem and I can program and, and I can work on that. Right? Whereas with music it wasn't like that. Because I'm not a <clears throat> I'm not an excellent studio musician. Right. I'm never gonna be able to <clears throat> be a drummer for anyone. Like yeah. I love playing the drums. That was what I originally wanted to do. Be a studio musician. Yeah, yeah and like and see, that, that, that made the most it was like I play guitar, I wanted to be the best at playing guitar, and then what what kind of jobs can I get? I could be a session guitarist. Yeah. There you go. Sure. And then and then on the side you could work on music. And that's yeah. that would work. Then that would work fine. That'd still be hard as fuck. It would be hard <laughs> as fuck. But like same with anything else you yeah. do in your life, it would be hard as fuck. But for me, there was nothing like that where I wanted to be a studio musician. I didn't want to be a, a, a mixing engineer. I actually hated working on any kind of mix. I mean you used to do all of that. I wanted I, I wanted to do all of it. So Because I, mean, I actually thought like you know, I, I could maybe get into like mixing. Because I, I felt like that was probably the most possibly stable sort of thing to do. Like, if 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 I got a lot into, like, I don't know if I could ever really become a, a session guitarist. I think I could, I, I could if I built, like, the proper like, network. network of people to, yeah. to play with. Because I'm sure, like, when I play with people, like, they, they like what I do. But, like, if I had to, like, try out and, like, do something, I don't think I could, I could handle that. Yeah. But, like, uh... Getting into something like that becomes a regular like job, job or mm-hmm. closer to a regular job, becoming like a mix engineer made sense to me. But it's, even that was still at such a scary level that I, I couldn't actually really approach it. It makes sense to me too, and I always thought like I always I always wished that I enjoyed that. And and I do because then it would make sense to me to get into that. But it's so great when you actually end up with a decent mix. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, like never... I, it's almost like. Damn, I can't believe, especially because like the way that I learned it is so just me trying to learn it on my own. There's Which no, is the best way to learn yeah. anything. And it's just like, I can't believe I made this sound like almost half decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And like, I can respect other, you know, uh, other people at such a high level because I, I understand how hard it is to make something. Like, it's so easy to make shit sounding stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's hard to make shit sounding stuff that's also new and innovative. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's something that that I, I that you forget is that it's even that stuff that sounds amazing. Someone had to work yeah. <laughs> to make that shit that's sound right, amazing. That's right. It's not just like ah, just click a buttons, couple buttons over here, and sure. it's fine. No, they probably figured that shit out and yeah. tried several different things, and then, and then they finally got there. Yeah. But yeah, I think that engineering is a great career, like mixing engineering. If you if you're if you, if you, if you, you want to do music, yeah. yeah. 
And if you can find the, because that's that's always the thing with well, that's no, well, that's the truth with any job is you have to have the network and you have to right, have the right connections and, and people. And my problem was always definitely I feel like I couldn't, I can't network at all. Like that's not my thing. <laughs> and I imagine that your confidence would have been higher had you gone to school for it. Probably, but right? it would have just been like at least I have some. But paying like goddamn like yeah, I don't think it's worth it. My God, quite yeah, like we know people that have gone to school for it, and frankly, you're better than them. Yeah, and and the thing is, like, a lot of people, like, I I, I will I would always read how people were like, okay, you could throw thirty thousand in the tuition, and like learn a little bit from like sitting in on some sessions, or you could spend thirty thousand dollars and buy all your own equipment, and even have people fucking rent your fucking yeah. gear out, and you just watch them do whatever they do. Sure. Yeah, I think that recording school, well. I mean, university is at that level too where it's a waste of money. Yeah. But most of these, like, I should say apprenticeship type programs. Yeah, I definitely like that. that it's like, a, why are you paying someone to do work really? Right? Yeah. Like, you can learn that on the job. And that's how it used to be yeah. prior to these apprenticeship yeah. schools. You just used to Because I think there wasn't really a school. Yeah, exactly. You were just an apprentice. Yeah. Right? You learned from someone. You, you made very little money or you volunteered, whatever. Yeah. But you learned one-on-one. And that should be how it is anyway, but... Now there's all these money, money grabbing opportunities, and people go for it. Yeah, education is a strange business, and it's sad that I say that, but that's what it is. It's some type of business, right? Education yeah. in itself. I, I find it really interesting if you go like, if you think about like the beginnings of, uh, I guess like, organized education over that like. You know, 200 years ago, that shit was not, like, there's no real school system, really. Yeah. I don't even know how people got to a level that's, of... That's what I was just about like, to ask you, is, like, what happened? Where people just like, you know what, fuck babysitting. Let's hire one person to teach her. Yeah, it's definitely... I, I'd imagine it was probably in, like, the early 1900s, people started establishing a school system. Yeah, I guess it's whatever. And then, like, because, like, you don't ever hear about people doing high school in the 1800s or some shit like that, right? Well, I 1800s, hear well, like, I mean, yeah, there were some brilliant people going to, you know, yeah. Oxford was opened in 1200 yeah, but, okay, AD. Okay, but those people, I don't think they went to, I think they were just brilliant or, you know, they were brought up somehow and then yeah. they went to this higher education thing. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't even know what was higher, just education. Just education, thing. yeah. I don't know, back then maybe they didn't even call it education, maybe they just called it, I don't hey, know what they called it. Yeah. <laughs> hanging That's out with books. That's just where they hung out. Lab- yeah, maybe that was just the library. Maybe Oxford has just been a library since 1200. Oh. Oh, somebody's up. What's going on here? I feel I, like we're observing I think he lost his phone. Phone and glasses. Yeah, it's okay. <coughs> As you were. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. 1280 Oxford Library. 1280? Something like that. Is that when Oxford started up? That shit's crazy. Cambridge as well. Do they still got buildings that are up from that era? Man, in England they have buildings that were up since forever. I went but to but this, like they still use them. And it's, not, it's not like a fucking historical... I went, I went, to, this, I went to this bar in Norwich. Yeah. It's, been there it's called Adam and Eve. It's been, it's been there since 680. Something like that. <laughs> something ridiculous. Something stupid. Was like, it renovated? It's still like no, fucking just rocks. It's it's exactly how it was. The ceilings are four foot tall. Yeah. I kid you not. That's just how tall people were back yeah. then, right? Or maybe five feet tall. Yeah. But like I had to duck to get in. Yeah. 
And, like, there's, like, a small spot for, like, people that are taller than us. So that's where everyone has to stand because right. it's fucking ridiculous. And then most people stand outside because there's, like, a good patio for it. But, like, yeah, there exist buildings in Europe. And that's one of the things that's kind of sad, especially in Canada versus the rest of North America. But, like, things are relatively new. Like, the oldest thing you'll find in Canada is from 1600s because that's when people came over here. Still old as fuck. But still, it's only 500 years old. Versus, you'll find things in Europe from zero. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of history. In Asia, too, I'm sure you'll find the same thing. Yeah. Tombs and stuff, they're just yeah. from like zero. Or yeah. from BC. 500 BC. Yeah. It's crazy shit. A lot of cool history. Yeah, North America. Have you ever seen this documentary on YouTube about the... Uh, the history of America, like who came to America first? Okay, okay, okay. Who's uh, okay? Yeah. Who's the original? Who who does this documentary claim to be the original? So this this documentary is by Americans. Okay. It doesn't claim anybody. It just gives all these different, different options, but it doesn't try to pretend that okay. any single one person is. What are your favorites? I think the uh, the Polynesians make sense. Yes. Uh, like, they did, like, the study of, like, wind currents and everything, and, like, it made sense. And same with the Japanese, because especially back then, the ice caps were way lower, yeah, yeah. so it made sense to me. Similarly, the Russians made sense to yeah. just walk over with the bears. That's the first one I ever heard of. Like, the bears walked over, so why yeah. would these Russians walk over? Um, the Vikings, obviously, make sense. But they're not the first Because one. they did. Yeah, exactly. They exactly. definitely, they definitely found came. at a time that people were already there. But they came prior to... They definitely the came before... They definitely yeah, came exactly. before Columbus. Exactly, exactly. But they weren't claiming shit about it. They yeah. were just like... Yeah, I don't know, exploring or something. This is just some land. This is just an extension of whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I mean... The thing is, like... I look at endogenous people, and I think... Indigenous. Indigenous. Indigenous? Is that... I think it's indigenous. Yo, yo. Indigenous or Endogenous. Indigenous. Boom. All right, Indi- right, indigenous people, and of course I see an Asian, an Asian look to them. Oh, for sure. And so, from that, like the Japanese makes kind of sense to me, coming from like the yeah. South or from the Pacific. You know what the Chinese would say? That it was them. That it was the Chinese. Yeah, and like, the, and this documentary mentioned that in 1496 or whatever, they had some ships that looked similar to that. They also had. Ships from the Middle East that fit. And the thing is, I can see that. Yeah. Middle Eastern people kind of have that indigenous look. Sure. Or indigenous people have that Middle Eastern look. It could also be all back from like Pangea. Yeah, <laughs> it could just be some people just chilling out there for a real long time. Yeah, and then they just kind of happened. There was like, there was this group of uh, like Jewish Irishmen or something. Okay. Like one of the tribes claims that they're one of the, like the native tribes in America claims that they're part of some Jewish Irish that's weird lineage yeah I don't know I don't know I mean they could be anybody I don't think it really matters anyway at this point I think it's interesting it's interesting to see you know yeah where people came from I think if we were to follow the the theoretical or theoretical migration of bears then I think the, like, that would help Eurasia makes sense like Europe Asia oh, okay, okay. like Russia Asia yeah but I don't know the other thing about evolution the last thing is about evolution so like 
to go from a grizzly bear or from like a brown bear to a polar bear yeah to like a whole different like species of bear was years upon years upon years like generation upon generation upon generation, <laughs> generation of evolution which doesn't even make like sense with the timelines of any of these travel of any of these travels of any of these people I don't know if you should necessarily just use the bears. <laughs> well, bears to me makes the most sense because... Well, actually, no, you're right, because they're way tougher than humans are. <laughs> but they do reproduce pretty frequently. I definitely think it's a, it's a sign, that, like it's a, something that you can use to measure yeah. that. Oh, man, this man drank all my water. That's okay. Without drinking any of this Jim Beam. We got a whole other food. I'm not touching it anymore. Like. <laughs> no, we just, uh, when you just join us. You guys are still drinking? Oh my god, what the hell is wrong with you guys? You guys <laughs> didn't sleep at all? It's only, it's <laughs> only, it's only 8 a.m. You guys have just been sitting here drinking fucking gin? <laughs> my bottoms are up, actually. You crazy people. Killing that water. Damn, well, you can hear my voice, right? Sounds pretty good now. Yeah, you sound like you've been sleeping or something. <sighs> yep, that's right. Are we still competing for who can stay awake longer? Yeah. So, I'm still, I'm still, I still think I'm going to win. I'll be awake till tomorrow, man. I can yeah, go to, it I, is tomorrow. I can Are you talking to, about tomorrow? Tomorrow? I'm talking. About I'm, not, tomorrow, I'm not talking tomorrow. about the UK tomorrow neither. I'm talking about <laughs> tomorrow at seven a.m. I can stay awake till then. Okay, I'll tell you what. Tomorrow seven a.m. I will be awake. I might have fallen asleep before that. Probably, <laughs> definitely. So I got work <laughs> tomorrow. I got reading week. Fuck. But I got so much work to do anyway. Plus, I gotta learn the NPC from uh, seriously from intuition. Seriously, I ha- I have instructor books if you want some. I don't want any of that. PDFs. I can probably just download those same PDFs, man. This Jim Beam at eight AM is such a horrible idea. Just take that home with you. What am I gonna do with this? Drink it drink to your it. face. Drink it to your face. I'm not gonna drink this. Offer that cold forty five was sufficient. I should just stay with that. You can offer it to the gods. <laughs> so are we done though. Your phone's been running. Yeah. No. You have any last words? Me? We were running a podcast, by the way. Oh, you were? Mickey Dubs. But I feel like if we're just gonna keep on talking. Are we gonna keep on talking? I'm still, I'm still, I'm still going. So what are you talking about? I feel like, okay, wait, wait, wait where did we get? What did we, what were we talking We were talking about, about civilization, a lot about goal-based versus activity-based. We were talking about bears. Just talking about bears. We were talking about... I don't know, I can't really recap everything. There's definitely a point where we had lost concentration real hard. Like, you were in the middle of something very intense and then just lost it. And you know, it was, it was like the clicking of the yeah. bottles. And like, I was completely lost by train of thought. Train of thought. Train of thought. <laughs> train of thought. <laughs> Yo, we need more of that ginger beer. That ginger beer is pretty good. That ginger beer is pretty good. Yeah, we should definitely have a crab, a crabby's party. I like how it's not... How it's like sufficiently on the on the border side of not a bitch drink. <laughs> it's just slightly not a bitch drink, but it's like it's it's right on the border. Yeah, it's close. Drink. It's close. <laughs> if the bottle wasn't was like, yeah, if, if, if the bottle was like, like, it's got this like slightly pink 
If on top of yeah. that, like, like the bottle wasn't dark like this and it was see-through. Oh, you'd be... Then you're like, what is this? And if, and if these elephants didn't have tusks yeah. and had just... It said it, it said it was a pink flamingo. Yeah. I think this thing is called the Desert Rose. Oh, like the Sting song. Interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like Hewitt's got a lot of like random knowledge he just pulls out. Uh, I just watch shows that you guys don't watch, that's all. Such as? Survivor Man. I've never seen that. Oh, I was going to go with Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah, oh, that's another example. But that's still a source of education that, yeah, people sure. just don't have. Yeah, maybe. But I always find that you have just knowledge, which is good. Well, everyone's got knowledge. Hmm. Different knowledge. Hmm. Various knowledge. Hmm. Yeah, it just depends you know, what category you want to put your points in. Sure. <laughs> but some people got more points than other people, I gotta say that. Altogether. <laughs> Altogether? Some people, some people just, I don't know, they got more points. I, I did, they, that, did they earn the points? Were they born with I, the points? I, I, I don't know. I, I actually disagree with that. You think everyone has the same points? I think everyone has capacity to memor- to know the same amount. And the thing is, it's not fair for us to judge because what we judge as useful knowledge is dependent on so your So you think there's no genetic factor to being uh, more smart, whatever? I, well, we, we talked about smart is a hard thing to define, right? I still think... There's like, cause there's, there's what's So society... everyone that's dumb, their parents fucked up? Is that what it is? No, no. I think that like their experiences are different than what we expect. And maybe they're not what we deem intelligent in this society. But that's not But even then, I think those people, you can still, res- you can, st- you can still recognize their smartness. Even if they didn't grow up, let's say the, the way that we did, you yeah. can still recognize that they are somehow the cream of crop of whatever the fuck some people that they are doing. You talking about Will Hunting? The Will Hunting effect? Who's Will Hunting? Whoa, well, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. Good Will Hunting? Good Will Hunting. You could definitely have, like, there's definitely, like, you know, very smart people at that sort of, like, working class level that, like, just somehow like, didn't... They just didn't have the same opportunity. Okay, but, like, some other Will Hunting is a genius. Yes. Yeah. According to Good Will Hunting. Yeah. Okay, okay. First of all, <laughs> this shit is a movie. Yeah. 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 Also... That's a really good movie. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great movie. Yeah. I'm going to say... Yeah, you can't have geniuses without having dummies, too. I'm going to say it's one, it's one of my favorite... But I still think that the... Ben Affleck movies. The idea of... <laughs> the best Ben Affleck ben movie. Affleck. I called it. I called it best Ben yeah. Affleck movie. Yeah, I agree. I was almost going to say the best Matt Damon movie, but maybe not. <laughs> it's definitely the best Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> but I think that the idea of like genius and dummy is still a relative term. To like to your society. Oh yeah, that's true. Right, there could be someone that yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I can agree that there's different types of smarts. Right. Okay. Like, I guess the classic example is book smart, street smart, right? Sure. But overall, I can in my head, I, I someone that I see with book smart, someone that I see with street smart, I can still equ- equivalent that to an overall fucking smart scale. Right. Like yeah. But I still and then some people are just straight, like, so fucking low-level, dimwit, <laughs> like, okay. That's, but what, like, that's but, what you're working with. But let's go back to, it, like, the, the idea of knowledge. It's like, you're saying, like, processing. Right? But uh, what, yes, I'm, what yes. I'm trying to say is, though, that everyone has as much knowledge, just what whether that knowledge is valuable. Is, you mean everyone can hold the same amount of knowledge? 
Like a memory capacity. Yeah, but let's say some people have a harder time. Okay, it's it's, it's like this. Okay, let's you say remember different things. No, not only that. It's like okay, yo, I can hold a terabyte. You can hold a terabyte. I'm on USB 3.0. You're on USB 1.0. And that's so true. I shit all over you. No, and all that, day. And, that, and that's highly possible. I feel. Like I feel like that that exists because you can train that even right. Like that's what edu- yeah. that's what we go to school for is to become. To be to be able to make those connections faster, to be yeah. smarter. Yeah. But I'm saying that even these people that we might deem as dumb still probably know a bunch of things that we don't. For sure, they can know stuff that we don't know just because they might be interested in some other things. Yeah, exactly. And I would say probably like on like a biological level, sure, maybe there's there's a there's probably a finite amount of stuff that we can remember, and it's probably the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I bet you some people will have a way harder time retaining that or inputting that, recording that to begin with. Yeah, I disagree with you. Oh. So, okay. So, okay. So, let's uh, let's say we took a fresh batch of babies. Okay. okay. We all taught them all the same fucking way. Yeah. They'd all be the same level of smart? No. But, like, I think that... Because you're saying that their ability to rain, retain information is different. Yes. I think that the uh, the information that they retain will be different, but their ability will be the same. So like no, but have, let's say I all I okay, every single one at a very like fucking like assembly line level, I make them all try to learn the same exact thing. I I, I think about that. They all will the all time. perform the same way. I think about that all the time, and I wonder because like I think that that's a huge. So whenever I think about my math skills, for example, sure. Like I've been learning math since I was born, because sure. my parents have always been talking math. Like, yep. And when I got to school, when I got to kindergarten. I was already ahead of the game. And like I just kept building on that. Yeah. Ever since. And you think because you got that little boost at the beginning? I you think, think you think if anyone got that same boost at the beginning, they they'd be of the same Do you accumulate but the thing is like this is an advantage and that's and the thing about this advantage <coughs> is it accumulates every fucking year. Yeah. Every year yeah. I'm a little bit ahead of everyone because else. Of that, yeah. And that often happens and we see that all the time when like when when immigrants come from China, yeah. their math They've learned everything that we... It's not that they were brilliant while they were there. And all of a sudden they come here and they're so far ahead of us. Yeah. And then that, then their confidence builds. And then boom, 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 boom. And on top of that, they feel like they're on top of the world, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of the times, yeah, it's just... there's. Sometimes I wonder if we'd be better off if in that like 1984 type world where people just took away their kids and like raised them, raised them in, a, in a fixed manner. Thirsty. Instead of trusting the competence of parents. I wonder. I don't know. Because parenting is such... Actually, I, no. I, don't, I don't think it's always the parents that necessarily make the, the, the kids smart. No. Well, it's not. It's not... Like, you can have very... Yeah. Okay, never mind. Well, I'll this is... Back. So, this is what, I, this is what I'll, I'll go to, is that when we, whenever we talk education, we often talk, we talk often about teachers... And then sometimes about students. And never about parents. And never about parents. I think it should definitely a lot... Yeah, the parent, parents have a huge... That's a huge and, impact, and it's, right? and it's not even like literal, like literal teaching from the parents, but just no. like how they, how you let your kid do things that they yeah. do. As simple as that. The way, the way your kid respects their teacher is a reflection of the way the parent reflects, okay. respects teacher. But how about right? this? You ever like... Okay... Let, let, let's say, okay, if you were to judge yourself on a fucking smart scale, yeah, 
what, what do you think you are? Like average, below average, above average? Above average. Above average. Okay, do you think that you're at the highest level? No. Okay, so do you ever like remember having to like study real hard for some shit and someone else didn't, maybe didn't have to study as hard and maybe you did about the same or maybe they did better than you? I definitely... Yeah, so that. that sort of deal, what the fuck? Okay, but look, like there are other things... Is that because of such an accumulation of years and years of you fucking it up where that other person just been, they just been on point every fucking... No. Yeah, no, I no, think no, so. No, you no, think no. that's it? I think that's part of it, at least. I, some, I think some motherfuckers don't even give a fuck. It's just their brain works they, they just fucking get that shit instantly. True. Oh, well, I'm sure it's a combination, man. But for sure, like... I think that's a fact, Having man. Having, like, like if, if I have to... Do an exam on a certain subject, and my you know buddy in my class has to do the same exam. But he's had better training beforehand in like the prerequisite courses, and of course he's good. It's going to be easier for him to learn that course than it is for me. Sure, for sure, sure, yeah, right. But at the same time, even if we have the exact same training, I mean, some people are going to do better than others. Yeah. Otherwise, like everyone just otherwise everyone would be exactly the same. Yeah. But what I what I think is that. The person that doesn't do as well on that one thing will probably be better at another thing. I might... I, I think there's a certain level of if shit is too easy for you, you can become very easily, like, terrible work ethic, arrogant about your sort of, like, competency. Yeah. Sure. And, like, actually end up not doing as well because you don't build up the I need to work so hard sort of thing. Everything sort of... If things come easy to you, and then you encounter difficulty. It's such a like a it, blow, it sort of blows your mind. Whereas if you're constantly used to like difficulty, mm -hmm. it's not a big deal when it's fucking hard again. I think the the most most people that are always good at one are always good at something. Yeah. When they find that thing that challenges them, they just don't do it. And that's why you find these like super specialized people that almost avoid other things. Yeah. Which I don't like. Yeah, I think that's I unfortunate. Like you, you, I don't think you can be as broad as an intellect, yeah. you would say. But that does happen a lot. Specialists. Specialists. The development of the Industrial Revolution. Oh, yeah. Specialists. Yeah. You guys talk about that, too? No. No. But, but I always but, think but, about but that. But if we're going to bring that up now, so then... You know, like, that, that, that saying of, like, uh, like you can be, like, an expert in one thing or, like, a fucking... A jack of all or... Or, a ma or, or no, yeah. like, a master of, like, nothing. Jack yeah. of all trades or master of none. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not it. Do you... Because, like... No, 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 those are the same... Yeah, jack of, jack of all and master of none. But there's someone that's, like, an ace of... You can be an ace of one... I don't know if it's ace and one. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, right? I know like, you're either because you, the you thing that you be, said are the same thing. Yeah, jack of all and master of none are the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, that's you what they say. Like you try to learn everything, or you're not going to become a specialist in everything. Or become do a you believe in, in that? Okay. Do you think you should try to specialize, or you that yeah, you should try to be a renaissance man? Yeah. I well, feel like ideally, in society it's more useful to be a specialist. Yeah. I've been but trying at the same time. But, but, for, but, but for the Still purpose of, of who's like end goal, like society or you? For Well, depend, I guess it depends what your goal is. I feel like for society, sure, specialized. Yeah. Exactly. But for you? Well, for your own personal like fulfillment, I, I, I think 
uh, it's really good to learn different things. Yeah. For, for the last for the last twenty six years, I've been trying to be a Renaissance man. Yeah. And recently, though, but like recently, I've been thinking more and more about being a specialist. That's because yeah, that's because being the Renaissance man is the easy answer. It's like yes, I would love to be. Yeah. Just because goes. basically, the Renaissance man is the master of all trades. That's right. You know? yeah, but that's the real that's, truth. That's. But then again, I mean, but then you got guys like Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, that was well, he's actual re- that's his actual renaissance yeah, he's man. the renaissance man the thing is that yeah that level of person though hasn't existed in a really long time yeah but there is that level of person though yeah that person has existed yeah the no I is, feel like they do exist but the it's, it's like one in like so many once in a few yeah. generations I guess well I think that the thing is like knowledge has inflated a lot since then and expectations have inflated oh, yeah, a lot since then Right, like I think that right now, and we talk about sometimes in engineering education, how difficult it is to to con- convince a trained artist of the creativity of a drafting, like of a of a design, because there, because be, and I think this is our society's problem is now because we have all these specialized people, people don't even appreciate the level of creativity that went into this design because it wasn't this artistic design. It was still functional. And you know, like, in art, in, in, in some levels of art, like, functionality is almost, like, looked down upon. Like, why is this so that's functional? Stupid. It's no longer... But it's a different... But that's the thing is, we have this different... Like, those guys are artists. These guys are engineers. Da Vinci wasn't, right? Because yeah. was, at that point, that yeah. shit didn't exist. People appreciated that he was everything. I don't know if that exists anymore because of where one where our society is and where and two where knowledge is it's almost like you can't just have a a broad level understanding of engineering you need to be you know to, you super need to, well to expand the boundaries of because uh... the thing like da Vinci I don't I don't know that he has any like theor- like you know he doesn't have any theorem like he's not that type of he's not a Newton he, he was character, like an inventor right? more yeah like, yeah but like I don't know if that exists, or or if that does exist, we definitely don't appreciate it anymore. As a Renaissance man, it's just a guy. It's just an inventor. What is what do you think is the 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 purpose of extending artistic boundaries versus extending? Um, what was the other thing you were describing that was not artistic? Like engineering, like, like engineering. fundamental. Yeah, constraints. I feel like I feel like. There's an obvious answer for like the engineering version. It's like you can develop new technology sort of things. Whereas with art, maybe it's like new perspectives mm-hmm. and you know ways of yeah. think- just like yeah. thought, like sure. new avenues of thinking. But like, I I feel like where we are today, or maybe just because like I feel like we're advanced enough, like it's very hard to come up with something that's new art that will like break things open like a paradigm shift in art well I think that's, that will I think affect that's, everyone whereas I, if you p- put that same sort of thing in science and technology it's much more easily uh, and I think that's a mindset whatever. that a lot of people have and I think that that's a problem okay, okay a lot of people like people shut down art like crazy yeah it's a it's a joke to a lot of people, right? This is the yeah. degree that you get before you go to McDonald's. That's because people. That's because people don't see any. Everything today is very like monetary, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a real big issue. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, art does a bad job selling itself too. Well, a lot. Well, the thing is, a lot of people do just end up getting a degree in art and then not doing anything. And like, like an art, yeah. To me, like, I don't know how much. Well, education stuff in general, I don't really know how much it matters. But like, to me, I don't. Also, I don't know anything about art, like industry. But like, I can imagine, even if you didn't go to art school and you develop these skills, cool. But let's say you didn't go to like school for engineering or science and you wanted to do that sort of level of thing, people will not hire you. Actually, you know, that's, that's a really good point. I think that, yeah, because in school, the big thing is skills, right? That's yeah. what they teach you because that's all they can teach you. They can't really teach you how to be this creative genius. They can only teach you skills. Yeah. And, in, and it's kind of like how we were talking about with being a mixing engineer. Like you can go to school. You can pay somebody to teach you these skills. But you're more likely to like become a brilliant mixing engineer working on your own with with gear. You might as well invest that there. I think the same thing with art. Like going to a class for art yeah. is almost ridiculous. Going to a class for engineering is necessary. Yeah. There's no other way you're gonna learn this. Like no matter how brilliant you are, you're not gonna come up with all these fucking ideas by yourself. You're not gonna learn thermodynamics, mm-hmm. heat transfer, mass transfer, whatever, all by yourself. Yeah. Uh, with art, I mean, you might not learn it the technical way, but like we learn music. The not not appropriate way. Even the concept of uh, music being taught at the level that it is taught in a lot of like world conservative stuff today, it, I don't think it was ever taught like that back then. Back then, no, especially if you look at something like uh, like jazz. Yeah. Right? Like there was no like all of the old jazz musicians. How did they learn it? They didn't go to like school. They no. don't. They just played with other players, and there you go. And and I think that. Like, there's, like, I understand the existence of school, and it'd be great if everyone came in with the right mindset, and, like, people could go to Juilliard and just, it'd be just a forum to discuss, yeah. like, just all these brilliant musicians going there. I, f- I feel like the point of that is, 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 like, okay, before Juilliard, let's say, you still had artists of, 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 like, a very high caliber, but hopefully with Juilliard in place, you can bring more people into that realm, that level of artistry. Sure. And then through that, they'd help it helped build the network and be able to help yeah. Yeah, build the art. I don't know if that exists at other institutes, definitely. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, with engineering, too. I mean, the original plan was probably to bring in all the Da Vinci's. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turned then out that he... There's, there's not that many Da Vinci's. No, there's not as many Da Vinci's as you'd hope. Yeah, he's the ideal engineer because that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants that that like extremely skilled extremely talented and extremely creative person and that's not easy to come by yeah we were definitely talking and I think this is a huge thing is the business of education is it is a fucking business Mm -hmm. it's all about it's very rigid sorry the system is very rigid it's rigid and like it's it's very much consumer oriented and so students pay and if you change things too much to the point where students won't come then you no longer bring money into your school yeah. and your school will fail yeah. and that actually becomes a thing with grading you can't yeah, you can't fail you everyone. can't fail everyone because then they'll leave and then they'll go to another school at the same time at the same time you can't pass everyone because then that delegitimizes your yeah. school, right? It's just like, what kind of illegitimate school is this where yeah. everyone's just passing through? 
and then it just becomes such a, like, uh, it feels like such a, I remember, like, you know, doing, like, uh, those fucking calculus exams. Yeah. And at the end of it, like, you know, you you leave the fucking, like, the fucking, uh, test hall. the test hall, and you just, you just look at everyone like, yo, that was terrible, right? <laughs> right? Right? That was terrible, right? Tell me you thought that was terrible, because if everyone thought it was terrible, but then I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, why... Why does that have to... Why don't they just make the test as if I can actually, you know, pass it? Why do I have to... It has to be like I can barely pass it and then everyone gets bumped up enough because then it just feels like I learned nothing. Well, I've always had that issue in general with the time because I think that there's so much information in so little time. Definitely. And so, like, no one learns anything. But I still feel like, and i said this many times before, but the purpose of the school is not to learn anything. Yeah. It is to prove that you have the ability to, to get through to these, you jump through all these hoops, basically. Especially in engineering, I find. In other programs where they only have three or four courses, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, in engineering, I think it's strictly about can you jump through all this? Yeah. Can you deal with all this pressure? Can you yeah. deal with all this stress? Well, no, there's, there's like, so, like select jobs that you can cut out of school that actually use the things that you learn in school, but... Yes. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, I think... A lot of it you won't. And I always... And I and I think that all those, like, select jobs still are very, like, one one course of your of yeah. your 40 courses that you're taking yeah. or your 70 courses or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like, if you're taking seven courses per term, 10 terms of school, 70 courses. Of those 70 courses, probably, like, three yeah. using yeah. that one specific And, and job. I feel like, like, what you would go in with that job is only at a very introductory level and you learn... Way more about it on the job. Well, that depends on what job you do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's some like, like like my dad's job, like like combustion design. He uses like the stuff that he learned in school, but sure. depends though. Right, know? but at the same time, I would I would agree with Rob where most of his like learning was on the job. Yeah, but you like, now like, he uses like, this stuff sure. from school, yeah. but like it probably all came because like sure even, even in grad school, like you know, like I'm so fluent in chemical engineering right now. I wasn't. In undergrad, yeah. but just by being a part of it for the last three years of, of four years now, I guess. Sure. Like I'm so much more up, oh, yeah, engaged and knowledgeable about it, right? So yeah. Long. Like I can't imagine anyone came out of my undergrad program with with as much knowledge as I have right now from doing it for four extra years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like maybe. That makes sense. Maybe Cam. Have you ever met Cam? That guy's a genius. <laughs> But other than him, I can't imagine anyone. Yeah, see, see, things like straight up geniuses, because yeah. I know you've met geniuses. I've met geniuses. Yeah. And it's like, nah, this person's a fucking genius. They're just <laughs> yeah. smarter. Like, I don't care. Like, you're going to say they were taught in some awesome, you know, fucking laboratory <laughs> being taught or something like that. No, they are smarter than me, period. But I think, I think a lot of it is... is is this process? So this is where I'm going. And, I, and I'm sure that and I'm sure that they they realize they probably I don't know if they realize but they were smart at a young age to the point where every next year it's just like yeah yeah this shit's on point the whole way through. Whereas for the rest of us it could have been like this is pretty tough this year. Oh, I'm starting to slip off. Oh, I'm starting to slip <laughs> off. That's the way I've always been like in school. Like, even like since elementary school, high school, I always have one good report card, one shitty report card. Oh, one good true. report card, one shitty report card. It's like. Because you get good marks and then you think, yeah, all right, I'm pretty good at this. Kind of slack off a little bit next year. Oh, shit, I'm fucking up. <laughs> I actually <laughs> think, so like, I don't know if we've ever discussed this, but you know I have my experience as both a, a academic high school student and an enhanced high school student. You yeah, you were, you were in our enhanced <laughs> physics, I remember that. Yeah, and chemistry, biology, 
What academic Math. courses did you take? Grade 9 and 10. Everything in grade 9 and 10 was academic. Was and it? then in grade 11 and 12, they just put me in an enhanced Everything? Oh, yeah. Everything. I don't, I don't remember who, 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 who's English, English class were you in. Yeah, I was in Hewitt's class. Oh, yeah. In which grade? Grade 11. I don't think I was in your class then. I don't know. No, I was in Mr. Gunner. Yeah, everyone was just again. So I don't know. Did, did you have the other boards that class? No, in grade twelve I didn't take enhanced. I took uh, academic. Everything or just English? That was the only option, right? Everything else was university. I, mean, I, actually, I don't no. think they had anything else enhanced other than English. Yeah, I guess you're right. So all the other everything like, else was just, just like algebra, calculus, whatever, physics. Yeah. I think you were in my. You know what's crazy? I don't remember none of the classes you were in that I was in. <laughs> Except for how was that? Except noise? for like grade eleven physics. Yeah, we I know. You, I, that, that was the first time I was like, "Who is this random motherfucker that's better than everyone at physics?" Yeah, that was. Weird. <laughs> and everyone was just dying in physics. The thing that was really weird about that was like, that teacher kept trying to like, gloat about me. I was like, "Why are you doing this? This is gonna make nobody knows." Everyone's anyway. gonna think you're an asshole. Now they're just gonna hate me. And <laughs> you just keep telling everyone like, "Oh, you can't. We can't up your mark because this guy already had a hundred. <laughs> it's a bullshit move just to upset everybody but I I remember thinking that like they did you a disservice in the enhanced program yes I thought that they, they like the, the academic program school. the academic program was kind of rude because like the teachers talked down on all the students it was almost yeah I heard the enhanced English class was way easier than yeah I, don't, I, I thought, definitely would have mattered because I, I thought our that English about, was stupid I thought that about English I thought that about math I thought to the math, like, whoever well, my grade 11 math teacher was, she was definitely just, like, accommodating. Because there was, I remember us doing problems, and Jacob, <laughs> a good friend of mine, but he didn't do shit. Yeah. And, like, she just kept trying to make, engage him. Like, that was her job. Yeah. Was to make sure that this genius was, you know, engaged. Whereas if he was, <laughs> if he was, if he was in my grade 10 class with Mr. Bertovic, he would have failed. You're gonna be like, are you stupid? Get out of my class. Yeah. Like you're not you're not paying attention. You're talking to everybody. You're just being an ass. Like you know Jacob. He's yeah. being a he's being as bratty and annoying as possible. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's just his strategy. Yep. And like, in this class, it was just like, oh, he just needs to be focused. He just needs he needs the guidance of a teacher of his peer. Sure. Right. Whereas in the other class, it was very much like, no, you don't agree with me, or I don't agree with you. Yeah. I don't like your strategy. I remember. I used to get in trouble because I didn't pay attention in class. I hate. I can't listen to people talk. So I always used to read the read book. The book. Yeah. That's just what I used to book, do. Give me a book. Yeah. Give me a book and I'll read it. Yeah. And so like Mr. Bertoga would be talking in grade ten. He's like, "Are you even paying attention?" And I wasn't, so I didn't even respond to him when he's yelling, <laughs> when he's talking shit to me. But then after like the first couple of tests, I was I was acing all of them hundred hundred hundred, yeah, and he was just like, "Okay, whatever. This guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's just he's just not into my class." But. Yeah, in the so enhanced that was program, the was, class. yeah, that in the was academic cool. class, and like, but like he was real, like intense to everybody. Like, if you didn't follow his guidelines, and yeah. you, and you fucked around, and I remember when I that's when good. I first got to yeah, when I first got to enhanced class, I was like, why are they doing this to you guys? Like, it's almost like, like let them be kids still. You're still their teacher. Don't be their father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're trying to be. Yeah, that's what they thought. Like, they're trying to be your mentor. They're trying to be your. You some know, some kids need that though. Maybe. I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just be running around all over the place. But I think that's why they need more of that dictatorship that the regular program had. Because otherwise, because I felt like when I went to that class, like Jacob, but it wasn't just Jacob. There was a lot of Dan, Dan Nussbaum. 
I feel like you're calling out a lot of the obvious players. <laughs> and like, exactly, they're obvious players. It's not even a, it's not a hidden, a hidden agenda. These are guys that are obviously not dealing with this, with the system, or not dealt with in the system. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought it was extra sweet that the shit was easy. I didn't think it was fair, but I thought, all right, I'll take it. But you don't think it gave you a, did you a disservice when you went to university? No, and shit just hit you in the fucking face. Nah, you know what did me? That's a knockout punch that Waterloo threw you, yeah. especially when you went yeah. to Waterloo Engineering. That's a knockout That's punch. You, you know what did me a service though? Fucking Miss Whitman. <laughs> That was a disservice? No, 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 that was a service. That, that was, was a service. That was a service. Yeah, that's that was a physics. That was the teacher. fucking... I remember, like... Okay, so, like, okay. So, I remember, like, the jump from, like, grade, like, 6 to, like, grade 7 or grade 7 to grade 8. Something in there was generally a little bit difficult. And then the jump from, like, grade 8 to grade 9 was, like, oh, this is sort of difficult. But the jump from, like, grade 10 to grade 11, I don't know. That physics class was like the first time I'd gotten like a seventy in everything, in, in like every single thing I did in physics was just like seventy. I was like, man, this is yeah, sure hurts. This is, this is fucking with my head right she now. Made that course pretty well, I think. But then like, that's actually what ended up happening in uh, you university. Know, university, yeah. And into the same sort of like, even the way that it was straight, like, I'm just gonna write these notes on the board. I'm gonna do some examples. That's the fucking course. Yeah. That's what a lot of, like, my engineering lectures were just were like, they're going to write down all these fucking notes, they're going to do a couple of these problems, you're going to ask the questions, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Every single day. But that's... that's and then right. you feel like, this is such a bitch, I'm going to write all this shit. <laughs> all these I mean, questions, why there's so much thinking in these goddamn <laughs> questions, critical thinking. But that's what engineering is. Yeah, and then that's... Right? And then... And then when I got to engineering, I was like, okay, that's what this is. But also, that still still kicked my ass. But. And I think, I actually, I remember feeling real bad for her because like she she wanted so bad for everyone to like her. Yeah. Nobody liked and her. And everyone was like, this is what I the like fuck is going on. And, like and I think it's because you appreciated the content. It's fucking tough. Like, this is not something that you can just yeah. well, I mean, joke I think, around about. Yeah, I think a lot of people got frustrated with the content and yeah. just kind of took it and out. And then took it out on time, definitely. It wasn't physics. until, like, the grade 12 version that I was, like, I was more, more respectful, I, I think. I heard Mr. Don Teller was worse, like, tougher. True. Yeah. I, just, I just hear that Don Teller was more of an ass. Oh, yeah? I think that he did less of a job teaching because I had him in grade 10. True. I mean, his tests, everything were all still easy. It was just... Miss Whitman, like she really wanted people to learn. Yeah, she I went really through examples that. and everything. Really yeah, yeah. She's an engineer. She was yeah. mechanical engineer. I think she went to Queens. Was yep. she a mechanical engineer? I know she went to Queens. I feel like she was a. I don't, I don't remember what kind of engineer, but she definitely because you know when I was applying I to Queens. I I I applied for engine math, and she was like, "Oh, that's what I did too." And I feel like that's what she would do. Engine math? Like they have an engineering mathematics program. Oh, maybe. maybe. It's like their eng phys. Could be. Except eng math. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like that would lead to teaching very easily versus a job. Mechanical engineering would definitely lead to an obvious I think job. she was saying though, but she was definitely, I remember her saying like she, she could have just got like an industry job, but she really liked teaching for some reason. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Those are the kinds of people you need to become teachers. Yeah. Those people that really want to be teachers. Yeah.
No, but see, see, this is my this is my issues. Then we get back to what's the fail or what's the problem in what's the problem in education? It's the teaching, but it's not. I think no, no, have, yeah, no. That's I'm not just yeah. You can't you can't put the failings of the education system all on the teachers. I'm just saying. But that's you know, why everyone tries to do it. It bothers me so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know what it is. It's because we're getting older, and I know teachers, and I know like I know some of them. I know some of them are horrible. Which is the worst thing. Like, I know some, like... <laughs> you know horrible teachers. I know some horrible people. <laughs> but I also know, like, some people that put so much work in and, like, they do such a good job. Yeah, not any appreciation. Yeah. yeah. Because they're just... They're just lumped in with this whole crop of, like, yeah. bullshit. Yeah. There's so much else also involved in that. Yeah, so. But I feel like that, that comes with a lot of, uh, like, public service type jobs. Like, people will fucking hate on cops all day. But yeah, so never, like the, but there's definitely good cops that yeah. you know keep shit together. But yeah. all you can think about is ah oh, these uh, motherfuckers. It happens. So there was this one like YouTube clip. It was like a maybe it was a TED a TED talk. It was by a doctor, and he was talking about like uh, like doctors kill people once in a while. Yeah. Like they they make a mistake and they kill people. Sure. Like that's. That's a hell of a lot of stress, like, to know that that's on you. Yeah. Even if you only killed one in a thousand, that's more than anyone else's, like, more than any of us, any of us will kill, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, like, <laughs> hopefully, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen you would drive before. I <laughs> fucking with you. But, uh, <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. Right? I like right? that. Right? But anyway. You killed anyone, okay? Wasn't there, like, a cyclist or something? Yeah, I didn't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked around. Jesus. Anyway, so like, but like that's like a lot of stress. But at the same time, like we put that, like, I mean they're they're well paid. We put that pressure on them. They they go through a lot of school. We expect them to be perfect, right? Yeah. We we don't accept ninety nine point nine percent. We need a hundred percent perfection from them, and like that's a lot of stress on them too. Yeah, and from teachers, I think we put a lot of pressure on them too, for the students to come out. Yeah, the way we hope. But oh, you trying to go home? What the fuck? It's your parents? My sister. Oh. I don't want to answer. Just ignoring her. Yeah. Yeah. I never get calls at this time. Yeah, me neither. Actually, I do sometimes. I feel like everyone knows what's up. I'm asleep, motherfuckers. Don't bother me. On a Monday? <laughs> you might be awake. You, you're probably at work. You're probably no, driving to work or not. People enough. understand, yeah. No, I'd already be, I'd hopefully already be at work. Otherwise, I'd just be pissed at how terrible the traffic is. True. So, any other observations? Um... Hmm. This mac and cheese is uh, it's no good anymore. Hugh, have you watched Her yet? Nope. Her is pretty good. I, w- I wouldn't say that. Wow. But I would, but I would recommend that you watch it. Alright. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I actually didn't know who he was until I watched that movie. What? What else is he in? Gladiator. Really? He's the emperor. Oh man, I never even. I never even. <laughs> that uh, shit. I never even noticed. Oh, you mean Batista? No, but I guess he might have been influenced by Joaquin. True. There's a lot of shit. Yeah.
Have you seen the master yet? Nope. Watch that I shit. tried to, and then the, my file got corrupted. Or that, was corrupted. That might be the, the craziest movie I've ever seen him in. Really? Yeah. That movie is straight. Lots of sections of it is just like... Craziness. Okay, <laughs> but yo, can you guys just watch her then? So I can talk to you guys about it? I will. Alright. Do you have it in 1080p? No. Okay. I don't have it in anything. Uh, How did you watch it? I watched it in theater. Oh my god. I have to wait till it comes out in 1080p. Was it in some type of like real small Guelph theater? No, it was in Oakville. Oakville? Goddamn. Was it in a very fancy Oakville theater? It was at that one Oakville theater by Xerox. I was right. The one that's barely in Oakville. Yeah, that's right. The one is barely an okra. But I definitely have a lot to discuss about it. Damn. So I feel like you've been talking about, almost talking about this movie for a while now. Well, I keep hope. Well, I probably sent you a text right after I, think, I watched it. I think it. every single time I talk to you, you will refer to how I need to see this movie. But it's interesting that you didn't say it's not, it's not necessarily a good movie. It must have just provoked a lot of interesting thoughts or something. But, you know, no, like no, no spoilers. <laughs> don't, don't give no spoilers. That's the key. Is I'm not trying to give any spoilers. And, yeah, I don't know what your opinion of it will be. I don't know. It looks interesting. And I'm, and I'm interested in, you know, future-type topics like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish you could just talk about it. That's too bad. What else? Could I pick a different about? movie. Did you see Wolf of Wall Street? No. Did you see American Hustle? No. The fuck? Did you see any movies this year except for her? No. And by this year, I mean the past year. No. I watched Batman Dark Dark Knight Shut Rises. Shut <laughs> That's the only movie I've I seen. came out so long ago. <laughs> Did that come out in 2013? I don't even think I don't so. Know, I, don't I don't even think so. <laughs> In 2013, I definitely don't remember going to any theater. Unless I went with you guys. Oh, I went to see Gravity. I like Gravity. I didn't like it. I don't know why there's all these ha- Gravity haters, man. The don't tell me, don't tell me you didn't like how the science wasn't real. Well, that was one issue. I think okay, it's a movie. No, no. So this is my, this is my. It's issue. called science fiction. This is my issue. <laughs> Not science nonfiction. <laughs> This is this is my issue. <laughs> let me let me tell you let, let me tell you my issue. Is that this was supposed to be a movie, not just a display of video. But display of science? No, there has to be Fiction. I felt not like not the, fiction. I felt I felt like the story was developing way too slowly. It didn't it just didn't feel complete. I thought it was perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I might but, even say I can't even name other sci-fi movies of the year. <laughs> what well, other sci-fi movies came out last year? Uh, that are noteworthy. I don't even know. Dark Knight Rises? No! And did, did Andrew's game come out yet? Yes, it did. Yes, I, I heard it was that? terrible. Yeah. Oh, I, I heard it was terrible. Yet. I probably want to watch that. The book was so much better. I can believe that. Well, do you think it would have been possible to live it to live up to the book? Yeah, that book was hype. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To to make that movie properly, you needed like a genius child actor. Like a. Like a Haley Joel Osment or a Dakota Fanning or something. Do you think Haley Joel Osment is on a Dakota Fanning level? Because I don't think so. 
man. I was gonna say, you know, I don't think I don't think nobody was on a Dakota fanning level. You know, Tia and Tamara's brother. Yes, that smart guy. guy. <laughs> smart guy. Yeah. Smart guy. <laughs> as soon as you said you needed to be a genius actor, I was like, oh, like smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. Something else, Maori. I'm sure. Tia Maori. Tia and tomorrow Maori's brother. Yeah. Are their names Tia and Tamara? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Sister well, that's at least their on screen names. I don't know who you guys are talking about. Sister, sister? Or smart guy? No. Did you know that that that's smart the, uh, guy was in Full House as Michelle's friend? Yes, I knew that. But did you know that the smart guy's older brother's friend is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s younger brother? What? Okay, so you remember... Okay, I'm going to say this again. The smart guy. I didn't watch the show. Yo, what's wrong with you? Ruined. What's wrong with this you? It's a good show. It was ruined. I haven't seen it. Anyways. So is he also in Sister Sister? I don't even know. Damn. It's too bad. That's the only show I know. The only reason I know Smart Guy is so my brother occasionally references it. Really? So I feel like how is he, how, how's he old enough that he even remembers that? I don't know. Maybe he was on syndicated when he used to watch TV. I felt like it was syndicated when I watched it. I don't know. It's not like WB at like 4 p.m. every day. Man, you used to have WB? Yeah, you know, I live in the States. Oh, so what the yeah. hell? How are you going to try to talk to us about American television? You know. Why don't you talk to us about the Toronto Blue Jays? Well, we get like, we get like this, like, <laughs> what do they call that channel now? The C-Dub? We get the C-Dub. Yeah. Which is basically the WB. Yeah. Do you ever watch Looney Tunes these days? No. The, the quality, like the whole show is so different than what we used to. Yeah. You mean like there's a newer version? Yeah. Wow. And like, when we used to watch it, it was pretty much a skit show, right? Like, yep. every commercial break, like, there was a new, a skit. Yeah. Like, that was where the story ended, began and ended. Not anymore. Now it's an episode. Wow. Yeah. So there's like climax and like, ongoing story. Real dialogue. Yeah, that's right. And they mix, yeah, they mix all the characters together. It's not just like, because you know, like, yeah, it Bugs never met with the rooster. Yeah, I don't remember who the rooster is, but now they all know each other. You know, like Tweety and stuff. Like yeah. they never interact yeah, with like, Bugs. It's always like Bugs Bunny, like Elmer Fudd, yeah. and like Pepe Le Pew, and that other cat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tweety and uh, Sylvester. Sylvester, yeah. and the old lady. Yep. Yeah, now they all just interact. But was it was it also Sylvester and that Speedy Gonzalez? Or was that a different... No. No, wasn't that like Actually, I don't know who followed Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, who, who's, who's Speedy Gonzalez's nemesis? I feel like it should be Wild E. Coyote as well. Was it Wild E. Coyote? So he, was, he can chase both ostriches and... You mean Road Runner? Yeah. <laughs> ostriches. Road Runner. <laughs> Road Runners. No, Road Runner's basically not. No. Road Runner's like this tall. This Whatever. Is Whatever. Ostrich is just bigger than this room. No, that's only in Ken's mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, you, that bigger been, than this room. Well, they can be taller than like head up to. They get, their heads can touch the ceiling. Easily. Have you have you been to the ostrich farm in Milton? No. Oh, we have a, we have something to do. No, they can be as tall as this room. I can believe that. Yeah, I don't. I can They're supposed it. to be freak animals. I can't believe it. They're supposed to be pretty dangerous, like vicious. I'm gonna yeah. say I don't believe it. Well, we're going to the All right, let's go. ostrich farm let's in Milton. Go. You can get an ostrich burger at the farm. Mm, okay. I told Cash okay. about that and she thought that was real morbid. That you could 
visit the ostrich yeah. and then also well, just... Well, it's an ostrich farm, not an ostrich zoo, okay? Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> That's true. I knew what was going on before. Now, if you, if you, now, if you went to the Toronto Zoo and got like a polar bear burger, that would be kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Where'd you guys park? On the street. I hope your car didn't get towed. When, when did they end up getting towed? 2 a.m. I didn't even think about that. On that side of the street? Yeah. Fuck. Well, they get ticketed. Where did you guys park? Like, like, would I be able to see it from my balcony? Mm, don't think so. Maybe. We could try. I should just check. Yeah, maybe. Awesome. No, you can't see it. It's like that side. If I, if I understand geography correctly, which I, often I don't. Man, I definitely forgot all about that. Oh, when did, did they So how come like any other time I stayed here, I don't remember having to like worry about So as long as there was no snow plow, I'm good. Maybe.
Wow, you know what's crazy? What? You know what was recorded? The conversation while I was taking a piss talking outside of the bathroom. <laughs> Anyways. So we've been going for a hundred minutes. Oh, you know what's neat though? That means that there would have been recorded dialogue from okay. different rooms while it was inside my pocket. I wonder how muffled it was. Probably pretty muffled. It looks to be recording like fairly loudly. Pretty decent. Yeah. Recording fairly loudly. You know what's crazy? So I had this. I put this in my pocket, right? Then I went to take a piss, and I was having a conversation with you guys while I was in. The <laughs> <laughs> it's been a very interesting podcast. Well, it might never make it. This might just be a personal archive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking mad shit about Daniel's problem. <laughs> no, well, I haven't been talking shit about him, but I feel like enhanced to him disservice. No, I think yeah, I think I think he's talking shit about. Yeah, the yeah, enhanced program, program. Not necessarily yeah. any particular body. No, actually, I don't even know what those guys do. Oh, I know what Jacob does. Makes money. Yeah. I don't know about other guys. Though. I don't know about James. I thought, I I thought Dan did uh, industrial engineering. If that's what he studied, then I'm sure he's making big money. That's a, yeah. a money-making field. Yep. Although, I mean, one can't just assume that. In this, in this uh, market, yeah. all kinds of brilliant people don't get jobs. You know, the good thing about bourbon is nothing. it reminds you. Absolutely nothing. No, it it reminds you how good water can be. Sure. This is <laughs> this is a beautiful drink. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And mine has like little burnt pieces of coffee in it. I'm still good. It's still worth it. So much better than Jim Beam. Well, I guess we're I, I guess we're giving up our, our Jim Beam sponsorship. Let's talk shit about it. <laughs> I'm sure there are people somewhere in the world that are fans of this. Oh, definitely. If it's the number one bourbon, someone's a fan. The world's number one bourbon. It's got the beam formula. Jim Beam. Maybe, maybe, maybe it goes well with Kentucky Fried Chicken because it's Kentucky Fried Straight. <laughs> Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I wonder how interested other cultures are in other cultures' hard liquors. I, I feel like because of we're in North America, we get like a lot of different ones, but maybe if you went to somewhere specific, they would be not into certain things, or maybe not even exposed to certain things. Some, yeah, sometimes I think that alcohol, like... Or is it just universal? Sometimes I think that this, like, culture of trying new alcohol, it kind of goes with trying new food and everything, like, I don't know if well, other... It becomes, it only, it's only there given, like, the luxury of being able to do that. Otherwise, just like, yeah, this is the hard liquor that we have. Because I, <laughs> I don't even think of it as a North American thing. I think of it like a Toronto. Oh, really? Like, it, nah, goes, it goes to like food. Like, you know, people in Saskatchewan, I don't know if they're trying out sushi. And then okay, they're that, trying out... Okay, that, that's a food thing. I well, can see and that. Like, and with alcohol, too. Like, I don't think they're trying Sapporo beer. Why the fuck would they try Sapporo? They got their... Isn't it brewed here now? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Literally brewed here? Guelph. Literally here? It's brewed in Guelph. But I mean, I'm just saying that, like... I don't think a lot of people will try all these different foods, all these different drinks. 
Why? What's the point? Especially, like, international-wise? Yeah. I think, like, people in, like, the large metropolitan areas throughout North America do try different stuff. Yeah, maybe. In the large metros, yeah. I'm sure everyone in the world has tried Guinness, which is why we should always drink Guinness. And then I wonder if those areas that are very specific to what they do just have what they do. You know, imagine if all we had was fucking Crown Royal. If, if, if I, if I, <laughs> that's all we did. If, if I ran a bar in small town Kentucky, yeah. I would only have bourbon and maybe some cold 45s or whatever else people drink. I'm pretty sure bars don't serve 40s. They should. <laughs> Maybe they got Cold 45 on tap. Like, why would you go through the fucking obstacle of going to a bar to, to pay more for a 40 when the purpose is to pay less? The same reason we go to bars to drink. Uh, we always I, pay I, more. I generally don't bar. know what the reason why we do that is. I think you're going to have a very there's a pat- rowdy clientele. Yeah, yeah there's that. <laughs> and I think the reason we go to bars is the potential of extending our circle of friends for the night. You mean actually amongst the people that are naturally there or amongst other people like, oh, you can come too, you can come too, and then... Either or. I mean, I don't don't think it's ever happened that we've gone to a bar and met people at the bar and been like, yo, let's all just jam together. But that happens in England all the time when I was there. Oh, yeah? People, or maybe it's just because I was there by myself that I was just willing yeah. to. I'm having it. Just start jumping into people. Right oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have a serious like. I think we already had this discussion. I was sitting right here, and you're sitting right there, and you're sitting right there. <laughs> I have a pre-hangover. Like I can tell, I'm about to have a hangover. Oh really? Oh, really? I'm pretty I sure. Already... I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm untouched. I already have it. <laughs> you, you didn't have any of that Cold 45. That's true. Yeah, that Cold 45 will make you want to smack your mama. I can't imagine anything yeah. like you want to do that. Yeah. I'm quoting the Internet Celebrities uh, Bodega episode. You know, they, were, they were talking about Country Club. You know that the, that the internet celebrities have been doing a thing where they, they're trying to find like the best eats place around certain subway spots around the <laughs> city? And they just like leave the subway spot and they just pull random ass people and then they go there and they eat it. <laughs> <laughs> the best what places? Like food spots around different like uh, subway stops. Oh, in your, in your <coughs> Wait, That's very interesting. I would like to know where's good to eat near a subway stop in New York City. Uh, that's alright, but it's not that useful to me, actually. <clears throat> Maybe if you lived in New York. Huh? Yeah. Which I feel like probably never happened. Why not? What kind of jobs could I get in New York? The same jobs you do in Toronto. What kind of, except what kind of jobs could I get in New York? The exact same jobs that exist. The exact same job? I feel like... New York has the exact same jobs that happen in Toronto. They don't. I don't think they have my exact same job. Maybe not your exact same job. But I don't know if they have a Sanofi. Not that I know. But I'm sure there exists. Maybe I don't know. Toronto type jobs. Type jobs, not the ones that I can get though. Why not? Maybe. You haven't even tried. That's true. You could probably find a job like yours in Connecticut. 
Sure. And then move in, move into New York City. Just drive through every day. God, I don't even know how long that would take. Probably the same amount of time it takes to drive from Mississauga to Skills End. <laughs> to your current, your current drive. I imagine I might have to pay some stupid tolls. Oh yeah, there's almost... Actually, I imagine traveling through just if, if I if I lived in like New York City, that might take forever to get out of there. I don't know. Unless I was working at like five in the morning, that'd be pretty sweet. Except not. <laughs> <laughs> but those people that that do come out to work real, real early in the morning, yeah, that's just genius. Only yeah. thing is that I can't do my job like that. There's no reason for me to be in, in early. There's only Before reasons. There's else. only reasons for me to be there late. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna kill this. I think you kill yourself. The conversation's been bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but for a second there, we start talking about my experiences in England. Now that I think about it, Oh shit, it's going, it's going, it's going. I guess we've never uh, <coughs> just randomly met people at a bar. Never. Which is too bad, we should. You know why? Our group is too big. No. Why? Because we're so antisocial. <laughs> well, like, I'm you know, anti- No, no, you don't think so? I, I, am, I am antisocial. But I've also still met people. At a bar. At a bar. So then you're saying, so you retract your previous statement. That I'm antisocial? No, that, the previous, previous statement. That we've never? Yeah. No, because I agree that we, as oh, a group, have never... Group. When? Have you, as an individual, have done that. Anyway. Yeah, but I think it might be easier as an individual to just, like, randomly Yeah, probably. You're join less, a group. You're less yeah. threatening. Yeah, no one's... But when have we... Gone, gone to, to a, a bar. bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't even when have go we, to bars. Last now. time I remember that we went to a bar, I threw up everywhere. <laughs> and I don't that's really remember it too because, well. That's because we talked about it earlier. I'm sure we've gone to a bar since then. <laughs> Did we? Have we? I have a feeling no. Really? What do we do for... Where, where, where do you think it would have been? I feel like maybe we were hanging out. Maybe I was okay. hanging out in Guelph one time. We, we went to a bar for my birthday. But we didn't meet new people. It's true. What did we do for your birthday? Did you go to... No, you went to China. I was in China. My birthday... Oh, we just went for sushi. Did I not come? Where'd you go? Uh, Yang's. You were there. Don't so remember. I must not have <laughs> It was pretty impromptu. True. Weekday? That was not confident, inspiring at all. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're just lying. No, it must have been yes. a Friday. It could vary in a weekday. Or we, oh, it was either a weekday or we went to see Gravity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw Gravity for your birthday. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, Jordan bought the tickets and I paid him. Oh, right. I remembered. Yeah, I'm glad somebody remembered. Because that was, yeah, that was like, you're in his joint <coughs> celebration. Right, right, right. And then later that night after Gravity, we went back to Rob's place, and Jordan was just like, yo, by the way, I'm moving. Yes. To San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were all just like, what? Or at least I was I was definitely surprised and confused. I don't know if you guys were. He told me beforehand. Oh, so you yeah. knew. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a while. Oh, really? I think. Like, he had, there's a potential for him to get this job over there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had no idea. It was new to me. Yeah, man. You know what's real itchy? <laughs> Fucking facial hair. I wish... You wish you didn't have any? Because you, you, just... you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're complaining yeah. about. <laughs> no, but to me, the itchiest is when it's just first just popping out of skin, which is always the state for me. Because I can't like I can't just leave it growing out because it's, it's just not happening. It looks like it looks like I just want to take some sandpaper. <laughs> yeah, I just want to <laughs> sandpaper that shit away. That's the least. That's the least facial hair I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, on that note, let's kill this podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. God. <laughs>